Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. Well, we want to welcome you to a brand new season of Caveman Corner. Glad to have you with us. And uh, we want to thank Monterey Mexican Grill for having us out this year. For our, We're going to be here for the next 10 weeks. Yeah, this is a lot better than that studio. Man, we went in there. You guys didn't have any food. It, it wasn't smelling like this. And the that's chips and exactly salsa. Right. This is an awesome, awesome venue and that's, great food, too. That's exactly right. And tonight is Fajitas Monterey for two for nineteen ninety nine. And, well, I guess I'm not allowed to mention the drink specials since we're a high school show. But there are drink specials out here as well. I'll just say that, okay? Fajitas are awesome. So you got <laughs> to come right. out and, uh, uh, and find one more person to have it with. Hey, hey, hey there's what Sean. You know? All right. <laughs> I already had mine, Dean. Ah, had all okay. I need. Well, I guess I'll just have to eat them both. Chicken no and problem. shrimp fajitas. They were delicious, though. So get on out of here and get some. Keith Kinder, the head coach of the Cavemen, is going to join us. Should I tease the other guy, or should we wait and see if it, what, what happens? I know he's working tonight. You know, still, I, too. I have a feeling one of our defensive assistants will be here. He's a big guy. Okay. He loves that Mexican food, so I think he's probably coming out to Monterey. And, All right. and we want to talk uh, talk about Mishawaka defense. Man, they're, they're starting to say. come around. And last Friday night when we needed them against South Bend Adams, uh, played a great end of the first half and got some turnovers, and that's exactly what we were looking for. That's absolutely right. And Keith Kinder, the first-year head coach, of the caveman is uh, out of here. He's ready. He's ready to eat a finger off over there, and uh, he'll be joining <laughs> us coming up here in just a little bit as well. Before we get, we uh, talk to to Coach Kinder, though, I mean, you guys have so much going on right now. I mean, this has kind of been a whirlwind for you anyway over the last year sure. plus, but all the stuff you've got going one home game so far, which is amazing considering the football team has played four games, but. In that one game, I mean, the the sky was lit up by that by that big new shiny object there at the south end of the stadium. It, it, it's pretty incredible when you think about what's happened in the last year, and to bring on that twenty four foot by thirteen foot scoreboard, uh, video scoreboard, it's it's just unreal. And with that first home game, uh, coach and I just both talked about it uh, a couple weeks ago. I was like, that was about as electric a high school football atmosphere that we've seen in a long time, and, yep. and just to have a regular season game. So it's brought a new energy to a place that has amazing tradition, and it's also given our Mishawaka Network kids an opportunity to do video, to sell ads, uh, to work on some promotions. And uh, I was in a meeting today with these kids in the communications class, and the ideas are just popping out there like, oh, we could do this. And maybe we can. I said, 
What you guys are doing right now is exactly what we were hoping would happen. Ideas are coming out, uh, student-driven, and we have too much content. <laughs> so when you have too much content, too much content yeah, huh? now you have to scale back, <laughs> and we've sold too many ads, and we've done too many uh, promotions with, oh, we're going to have this team down there to introduce, and now we want to have these students down there. That's exactly what we were hoping would happen is the ideas would start popping. It would be student-driven, and, and that's what's happened to it. So to have that video scoreboard and to have our alumni proud uh, we're going to have the class of 1968 coming back here on homecoming on september 28th so Good they've deal. been gone for 50 years they said we want to get 40 tickets can you put us in a spot and then we <laughs> said well we're going to get a shot of you guys on the big video scoreboard and i don't think the lady must be from here because she's like well the scoreboard's up on the roof <laughs> and we said no not anymore yep. said you're, when you walk in <laughs> you're going right. to see something special you're going to see a new alumni plaza uh, the steel stadium sign the entrance way it was out near the road now it's going to be right next to the football field we've got a new design that people are going to be interested to see right and of course that new track and a new strength and conditioning there, there's just something going on in almost every area of the high school right now now that alumni plaza i've walked through there the last few weeks talking to coach sure. kinder how close because you're you're what about a week and a half away from your next home game yeah. so how close is that to to being completely done well completely done it's going to be a work in progress throughout the season okay but what people saw in that first home game the entrance way that was about five foot wide and then you had probably 20 foot wide what we want to have and the vision for dr spiker was to have a grand entrance so when people walk into steel stadium they're going to feel mishawaka football and they're going to be proud of it and then somebody like rosemary claire rosie donated money for the the entrance way and brick pavers and we're going to have a uh a statue of a cheerleader that is there that just has the spirit of Mishawaka. So all cavemen will be proud of that. So what we're going to have is now the cement will be laid, but as the next week and two, week or two goes on, we're going to have brick pavers put in there. All right. And so we're going to have discussions on, well, out of Baker Park, people are proud to buy a brick, and they put that in there, and, and they put their family name on, put Go Caveman, whatever. And so we're going to have discussions on, okay, now who's going to sell those, and how can people purchase those? Where's that money going to go to? Just like the video scoreboard, that money goes to the advertising, goes to the fine arts, to academics and athletics, and we want this to be one Mishawaka. We want it to right. be a total school effort, and, and when we're coming in with the brick pavers, we could have WSBT and Sean Styers and put it right there, and forever, that brick <laughs> would be right there all right sounds good now you've got a whole list of other things here dean what else what else is going on well we when you talk about, about right the strength now? and conditioning room uh, our strength and conditioning coordinator michael surgeon he came from the university of tennessee and this guy's an exciting guy anyway i mean you, you hear him talking to the tennis kids come on let's go let's fire <laughs> up and and i mean he gets into it and these kids have just gravitated towards he and our assistant strength and conditioning coach jd chase and we have a brand new room that was donated by tom irons who's from asa electronics and he got the um, uh, the grant for us, the monies for us that we could use for the equipment from Pro Industries, a brand new room, new speaker system, and today was the final pieces put together. And Michael Surgeon comes in and he he says, Man, "Blows the roof off." It's just, <laughs> and he was actually very humble, very um, almost um, uh, just sentimental. It finally, it's finally put together, Dean. It, it's there. It, it's all there. And um, the people from Pro Industry, Sean was up here, Sean Taylor, and, and Chris was here, and we got it all put together, and you just got to walk down there. And when you walk in, you just smile because it's just a beautiful room. It, it's a place that's going to be a difference maker, not just for our athletes to make our teams better, 
but for healthy lifestyles. Mm-hmm. We all know how important that is. But if we can get kids started early on and just teach them that these are the right things to do. And if you if you get a workout in, these are the correct ways to do it. And then they may be, maybe they won't be as sore later on yeah. uh, as they're doing those things. And, they, and they'll create good habits. All right. And the plan right now is to have him... W- out here next week, We're right? We're planning on having Mr. Surgeon out here next week, and this is a guy who he he was the head strength and conditioning coordinator for the University of Tennessee football program. Right. We're just so lucky and fortunate to have him, and he wants to be here long term and be invested in Mishawaka, and to have a new strength and conditioning room. I know he's just excited, and his wife went to a local high school here, <laughs> and so the family's back in the area, and he's raising his his three year old daughter, he and his wife, and they they want to be around grandma and grandpa. So we're yep. just at the right place, right time, and, and right guy for the right program when we're taking this to, to the next level. So right. you have that, Sounds and good. then, of course, we had the cave, and you're going to be spending some time out there. So there's a new paint right. job there, new and floor, that's going to be fun. Right. Yeah, so this is this has been like playing fantasy high school sports. <laughs> it's like, what <laughs> yeah. else can we do next? Just throw some – yeah, that's right. And you got a new girls basketball coach too. Yeah, Sarah Deshone, she's a Jimtown grad. Uh, Keith Kinder uh, went to Jimtown High School, and, and they were friends growing up. But uh, Sarah's uh, – yeah, just brought a different energy. Uh, she was an assistant for Coach Kevin Gradless, and right. Kevin did a great job not just maintaining but taking the program to the next level. And now Sarah wants to take what she learned from Coach Gradless and say, I'm going to take it to that next level too and, and make Coach proud. All right, good deal. So a lot of stuff, as always, going on at Mishawaka High School. And we're looking forward to, to that stretch of three home games that we get after this Friday when the Cavemen travel to New Prairie. Yeah, that, and they're starting off strong. Boy, these kids are playing hard. And even when we went to Chicago, Marist had a had a long delay. <laughs> yeah. uh, you saw the smiles on the kids, even though they got home at two thirty or three in the morning. They took a team that's one of the better teams in the Chicagoland area down to the wire, and and coach is sitting there going, "We may end up pulling this thing out." And he told me beforehand, he said, "These kids are just they're just strong enough that that we may go over there and win." And I'm like, well, last year it didn't look so good. <laughs> but you're the coach, and I hired you, so I got confidence <laughs> in you. Right. And uh, and sure enough, they went over there, and these kids played hard. And I, I listened to Coach after the game and, and his speech about learning and where we are at this point in the season, and this is why we play strong teams early in the year to get better. It was, yeah. it was a great time to be over there, a great program to play, of course, heading into the conference season. Then we got our first conference win last week. Yep, absolutely, against uh, – High-flying offense from John Adams, and we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, you'll hear from brand-new Mishawaka head football coach Keith Kinder. I'm with Dean Hubbard, the director of athletics at Mishawaka High School, and uh, we will be back with more Caveman Corner live at Monterey Mexican Grill on 96.1. WSBT, the sports leader. We are back live at Monterey Mexican Grill, Cape Men Corner on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader, along with Mishawak Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Styers, and we are glad to be joined by Mishawaka head football coach Keith Kinder. How are we doing tonight, coach? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you out here, our very first show of the season. It's the first time we've been on location. Like Dean said, we were holed up in the studio all last year, so... Just consider this red carpet all for you. Yeah, I got the two <laughs> bites of chips and salsa before you and made you me put it away. Yeah, so on, right? uh, it'll be waiting there for me when I'm done. You know, we've kind of talked about this before with our pregame interviews and everything, but for people maybe who haven't got to so far, this is your first time as a head coach. So 
what has this experience been like for you, transitioning from a, a longtime assistant coach into the guy who's running the program now? Well, you know, the I think the biggest thing is uh, my wife was telling me the other day, I, you know, because one of the things we talked about when I got the job was, hey, I don't want it to be that much more time where I'm missing out on being around my family and, and, and being a dad and a husband. And, and she said, you know, hey, the big difference is, is that in the past you were able to turn it off when you're at home. And I can just tell, and this is her saying, I can just tell that it's always on the back of your mind. You're always right. thinking about something, you know. And and so that's something that I wasn't prepared for, and it's something that I got to do a better job of, obviously. But um, it, it's just been it, it's been such a blast uh, b- meeting the parent, you know, having a different kind of relationship with parents, uh, the Touchdown Club women that, it, that we work with every week, um, and then just being around all the kids as opposed to half the kids on a weekly basis. I, I you know, I get to – interact with all of our players, uh, interact at the the junior high level more, uh, at the JV level, just came from the JV game. You know, those kinds of things that that, that I didn't do before that I get the opportunity to do have been a really big uh, – it's, it's just been a pleasure for me. Well, and that's probably something that I, that I think in general people probably don't realize is you're wearing a lot of different hats once you become the head coach. You're, you're, you're not just coaching your team – after school until six o'clock or six thirty or whatever, but there are, there are other demands on your time as well. Yeah, you know the the demands on the time have been there. Um, I, you know, I'm now if, if if a kid you know is late to a class, I'm the one that hears about <laughs> it now. You know what I mean? That right. that wasn't something that you know that I was used to. Um, but you know, it, it's been such a joy because we have such great kids. School, uh, and that's what this is all about. It's about a community. Um, and, and representing our community and, and making sure that they're proud of us at the end of the day. You know, Coach, one thing I, I, I appreciate about your discipline, and you've carried that on even as a head coach now, but when we talked about the new track, and it's about 60% done, and we've got eight more days until it, it finally can have that curing process. But we had Sherry Kaiser, our assistant in the athletic department, go out and talk to these kids, and she said they were so attentive, and every rule that we've asked them to do with the new track walking across without their shoes on, going out there to the practice field, having a limited practice field because of the alumni plaza. Right. You don't hear kids complaining, and you hear kids saying, okay, uh, this is what we're supposed to do, and we appreciate that about the football program. I think that would have to be the hardest thing. You know, the tennis team, they have to work hard with discipline but they have smaller numbers. The soccer team has smaller numbers. Uh, you look at a, a baseball or softball team, but this football program, you've got the freshman, the JV, and there's a lot of things that can go wrong. And I appreciate that the kids have attention. And I noticed that just the respect on Friday night after the Adams game, and the coach uh, walks in the room, and the players are doing a cheer. And uh, I can't remember what Sam Shively said, but it was something like, respect, coach. And everybody just froze, and all eyes were there. He had a short message to the team, but the locker room was dead silent. That shows you the kind of respect that these kids have for you and, and for this program. Yeah, you know, and, and I'd love to take credit for all that, but I can't. I mean, I think, you know, that locker room thing that you saw, that's a tradition that's been going on, I think, back to Al Smith. Um, sure. So, uh, and the other thing is we got 15 coaches on, on our high school staff, and all of them – deserve credit for right. you know the, uh, the behavior of our kids you know uh, every time we travel we're told that our kids are the most polite 
um, the most genuine kids that they've ever come across. Our kids are a pleasure to be around. And, and these are from, you know, the, the host athletic directors and the host, you know, the people that walk you into the locker room or, you know, the people that point, you know, every, they get thank yous and pleases and stuff like that. And, and those are the things that we're really proud about with our kids is the way that they represent themselves, you know, outside of the program. Um, Cause you can, you can control, a lot of that when when sure. you're hands on at practice and, and that sort of thing, but when when our kids aren't being watched, I think that they're doing the right things for the most part. Well, and I appreciated the way after the Chicago Maris game, and you weren't very happy because we had some offsides calls that okay, we got to clean this up, but instead of just lighting into them at that point, it's like boys, we're going to learn from this. There are things that we can clean up. We can do a better job as a coaching staff. You can do a better job as players. But I'm proud of you. And he, he, he just brings it to them in almost a, a man-to-man way where the kids can look at him and say, okay, he's talking to us, not talking at us. And, and I've, I've noticed that in these first four games. Well, I appreciate that. I, I think it's really important when you're dealing with kids, especially now, that, that they understand that you're in this together. Uh, and, and so I thought it was important to point out the mistakes that I made in that game. Uh, that, and maybe not mistakes, but things that I wish could have gone differently. I yeah, guess you could if, have if you want to say, that way, yeah, sure. if if you want to talk about that, you know. So I wanted to point out, hey, I, I'm going to go home and think about the things that I could have done differently. I think we all need to do that. But you know, uh, the offsides penalties. There ain't a kid that feels worse about jumping offsides than the kid that jumped offsides. What's the point in calling him out in front of his teammates? Right. You know what I mean? So um, I, I think it's important that that our kids understand that we're in this together as a group that's coaches administrators players and uh that's one of the things that that we've talked about with our kids you know it's amazing what can be accomplished when no one cares who gets the credit i think the same thing goes it's amazing what can be accomplished when we're not blaming people you know what i mean when when we're not passing that well if we would have done this on defense or if if we hadn't turned the ball over on offense or if coach would have decided to kick the field goal on fourth down instead of go for it like those are things that you can talk about that that's for parents and and other people in-house we talk about what things can we do to get better and sean he's got a he's got a philosophy a a message that he sends to his players and it's called burn the boats and it if people haven't heard about this, if you could just explain the philosophy on that, because that was part of the interview process when he was talking about burn the boats. I said, "Now, are, are you sure you this is uh, you know these are high school kids? Are you all in on this?" He looked at me and said, "Absolutely." Yeah. Well, like, when, oh, when uh, well, <laughs> that's okay. That's your yeah. that's your call, man. Well, when we talked about when when we first introduced the the burn the boats concept to our kids, I did tell them now, hey, I promised my bosses that that <laughs> this, you will this not is part of the deal, that, right? <laughs> that this is not literal, okay? That you will not go out and and burn boats on the St. Joe River. Um, but the the basic gist of it is, um, and, and I I stole it from a coach or, or you know something just like that's what coaches do. Sure. But the basic gist of it is Cortez the Explorer um, when he would take his men to explore a new place uh, to conquer a new land, he would order his men when they arrived to burn their boats. And, and the, the reasoning behind it was, you know, that when things got difficult, there would be no option of retreat. You know, they couldn't right. get in their boats and, and row home because they had burnt them and they were committed to moving forward as a group. And so uh, I think that's really important, especially when you've got, you know, I, you mentioned it, Dean, the numbers in football are so many and I think the hardest thing to do in in, in team sports in general is to get a group of individuals concerned about one common goal all right right. and and and, 
you know, not to say that it's easier in basketball or baseball, but the, there's less numbers. But um, and I think I, that that burn the boats concept is kind of really rung true with our with our kids and they have been committed to that one common goal and and it's been really i don't want to say easy but um none of our kids were pleased with our performance last year and so you know that's been kind of a motivating factor each each of these first four weeks is hey you know we can look at opponents through the first four weeks and say hey this team pushed you around last year or this team right. kind of embarrassed us on this side of the ball or or you know we didn't we rushed for 40 yards against Valpo you know like th- those kinds of things and and that's been kind of a motivating you know a motivating factor with these kids as well we're with uh, Keith Kinder the head coach of the Mishawaka John Styers with you on 96.1 WSBT the sports leader and when you when you look at you know Coming off last year, and you were the offensive co- co-offensive coordinator, obviously, on for the last few years with under Bart Curtis and Mishawaka. So you you had a pretty good idea of what you had on this team. And so offensively, I mean, you knew you had Sam Shively, the quarterback. You knew you had Chris Harness, handful of guys on offense. You knew you had Derek Dawson, C.J. Fisher, whoever it was on defense. What maybe now that you've gone four games, is is there anything that's that sort of uh, either caught you off guard or, or pleasantly surprised you to this point? You know, uh, I think you and I talked about this uh, before the Portage game. I, because I'd spent so much time on the offensive side of the ball, I knew going into the scrimmage what our offense should look like based on the past six years, like what the progression should be, where you should be heading into week one. And I was perfectly comfortable with where we were offensively heading into week one just because I knew what to look for defensively I had no idea just because I'd you know it it had been seven years since I'd spent any time on that side of the ball and so it was just like the anxiety it it wasn't that I didn't have faith in our defense or anything like that it's just like okay are we at the right place are we pacing you know do we have enough stuff in that sort of thing the thing that I've been most impressed with of anything in our program is how our defense flies to the football we don't always tackle the best all right, um, we may not align accurately 100% of the time, but I'm telling you, uh, we're hard-pressed to find people loafing when we watch film on Saturday mornings. Our defense flies to the football. I absolutely agree with that. I mean, you say you don't always tackle the best, but when I look down that stat sheet and I see it in the game, I see a lot of solo open field tackles, though, as well, and that's pretty impressive, I think, just from an observer standpoint. And you talk about a stat where how many guys get to the ball, and you brought that up last week. You've got guys, not just one or two, but you want four or five guys there. Yeah, we really stress, we call it 9-5-90 with our defense. So that's nine guys within five yards of the football when the whistle's blown 90% of the time. So, you know, it's kind of, it, it's really verbose, 9-5-90, but our kids have kind of bought into that. And, I'll, you know, I don't know what we get. We did uh, week four, but week one we were at like 92%. Week two we were at like 86, and week three we were at 93. So two out of three weeks we've done that. you got to think about, you know, a, a pass, that, you know, a hitch pass that's thrown to the flat for a six-yard gain that gets tackled. Well, you're not going to get nine guys to the ball on something like that because it's on the perimeter and it gets tackled really quick. So there's some plays that are immediately taken out. So we're pretty close to about 100% right now. And, and we talked about that with our guys today. Hey, the team you're playing this Friday is really, really good. They're going to move the football on you. But if you run to the football and you make tackles, you got a shot. 
I, I've got to think that your confidence level is pretty high, though. And, we, again, we've talked about this, just the fact that Valpo pushed you around last year. Maris pushed you around last year. And now New Prairie, who's coming up this week, was a team that pushed you around at the end of the season. But I would just think that the way you've responded already in those couple games uh, against common opponents from a year ago has got to give you a different confidence level going into this game. Yeah, and, and you know, a lot of why that argument is so valid is because a lot of the kids that got pushed around last year are playing this year, particularly on defense. You know, we had nine starters returning. So, you know, th that's something that I think uh, understand because they because they lived it. So, um it's a they're a year older, a year more mature. I think they're a year more confident and, and just playing, you know, a sophomore playing at the varsity level. Uh, occasionally, there's going to be a really good sophomore that breaks in. But we had we had six, seven sophomores playing at one point last year. And that, that you know, that was just it was the cards we were dealt. Uh, they right. didn't complain. They didn't make excuses. But they're a year older, a year more mature. And I think that that's kind of added to our success defensively that we've had so far is just the experience that they had last year. It's costing us more in shaving lotion, though. I mean, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Those kids are getting older. That's right. He's Keith Kinder, Dean Hubbard. We're at Monterey Mexican Drill, uh, Monterey Mexican Grill, Caveman Corner. We're going to take our final timeout and then back with a few minutes. We'll be wrapping up at 745. Oh, I didn't see Coach sitting over there. Well, Coach Kinder, thanks for joining us. We've got a, another guy coming yeah. in right after. Coach Caldroni, our I defensive did, coordinator, will be joining Yeah, I didn't see him sitting over our shoulder there at first. Enjoy your dinner. Thank thanks you. for coming out. I'll talk to you Thursday and see you Friday. Appreciate it. Go Caveman. All right, sounds good. So we've got that coming up, the uh, defensive coordinator, Joe Caldroni. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, yep. I wonder <laughs> I, was, I, I caught myself third for a second. Joe Caldroni, the defensive coordinator. We'll talk to him more about the defense coming up next on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. We're back live at Monterey Mexican Grill as Caveman Corner continues for another eight minutes or so here on WSBT. Don't forget, tonight is... Uh, Monterey fajitas for two for $19.99. Good deal. So uh, come on out and join us here tonight. And uh, we'll be here every Monday for the next nine weeks after tonight. You know, this is a lot of fun to be on location. I started with the actual sports beat, the original sports beat. That's and right. And we would go out one Thursday night for a half-hour show once a week and do that show at a restaurant. And it, it kind of brings it full circle now to come out and, and be on location. So, And we'd like to invite uh, fans of Mishawaka, uh, fans to come out and see the show and, and hang out with us on, on uh, Monday nights. Wear your maroon, come on out, have some fun. Yeah. Now you got you had something you wanted to yeah, touch I on wanted real to, quick. Yeah, I wanted to talk about our, our golf coach, Blair Vandenberg, actually had a, a, an opposing coach write a letter into the IHSAA, and I got something from the IHSAA today. Uh, it was an expo uh, exemplary sportsmanship report, and just talking about how positive he is to the golfers, how he treats the other team's golfers. So we appreciate Concord High School sending us that right. and sending it into the, into the IHSAA. And uh, congratulations to Coach Vandenberg because – not just coaching on the course, but but coaching life lessons as well. All right, good deal, and we're glad to be welcomed right or uh, joined right now by Joe Caldroni, the defensive coordinator of the Cavemen. Thanks for coming out tonight. Glad to be here. Thank you. Now, Keith Kinder is a first-year head coach, and you're first-year coordinator 
as well. You've coached the linebackers for the last few years in your fifth year on the staff now. So what's this experience now being in charge of the whole defense? What's that been like for you? You know, I try to I try to attack it the same way I always have. You know, what's what's best for the kids is going to be best for the program. Um, I try not to get put too much pressure on myself. Um, of course, a lot goes into planning and making sure we have a good game plan. And then as long as we get the kids in the right positions and we get them tackling, pursuing to the ball, playing hard, I think everything takes care of itself. I think we've seen a lot of that so far through the first four games. And, and it's not just a new defensive coordinator. It's also a new defense this year. You guys are playing a 4-2-5, which is the same defense that, that Notre Dame plays. So you've got a Rover and that C.J. Fisher in this defense. And kind of like Drew Tranquil, they moved from safety to play that Rover position. So where did the idea for the 4-2-5 the, the come from, and, and how do you think they've done handling it so far? The idea, you know, me, me and Keith, uh, once Keith – was named head coach of Mishawaka. You know, we we went to a uh, we got together, talked about going to the four two five. I think both of us are very passionate about it, and I think it fit you know our style of play and, and the kids we have very well. Um, and I tell you, the kids have done a great job adjusting to it. Um, we try to teach you know mentality, uh, finding it, finding a, an identity within our defense, and I think our kids have taken on being able to line up differently and do different things against different teams. And I think they've maximized that, and I think we're playing fairly well right now. Yeah, Coach, uh, you talk about the first three games and how the kids maybe were adapting to it. But against South Bend Adams, I think they, they found some freedom and, and maybe saw themselves as, okay, coaches allowing us, gave us permission, came up with four turnovers and uh, none bigger than the one right before halftime. And when Jay Koseski ran that back, it had to have given you a smile and said, this is what we envision. This is what these kids can do when they stay to the plan and they put themselves in position to make plays. You know, absolutely. It's it's. It's not about one guy, but we preach, you know, when all 11 do their job, things like that are going to happen. And I, I can't lie, when I saw Jay jump that route and pick that ball off and he was heading for the end zone, that's a great way to finish out a half, and it gives us momentum for the next half. That was one of those things because it was pretty much ending the half. He right. should have just ran right in the locker room with the ball. <laughs> Touchdown, here we go. Come on, boys, follow me on in. But uh, a great play. But to see those kids come up with some turnovers, and, and you guys preach, okay, stay in your lanes and, and work hard. But at the end of the day, it's almost like scoring a touchdown. When you get the turnover, it's a reward. Uh, do you guys have a, a reward-based system? I know there's some different things that you do within. I mean, take us behind the curtain, and, and how do you motivate these guys to, to say, this is why, this is what we want you to do? Every week we preach we want three turnovers a week. Okay. And, uh, you know, the reward is getting three turnovers. We feel like if we can get three turnovers a week, we can win the game. And I think – that W is enough to get our kids wanting, you know, we struggled the first three games of the year getting some turnovers, but, you know, Friday night we preached all week. Our kids were hungry for some turnovers, and I think that was enough to get it done. And those were the first turnovers all season as they well. Were. They so, were. So, I mean, were you at all frustrated before that? Or, I mean, or was it just a, a big kind of coming out party once you finally got those? You know, I, I think – some could have gotten frustrated, but I thought, you know, we need to be patient with this. We're playing fairly well right now. If we keep doing what we're doing, the turnovers are going to come right. eventually. You know, don't get – we haven't we haven't met our goal the first –
we're playing fairly well, good ball right now, and keep going, keep going, and it happened. You know, we came up with four, and that one right before half was a big one. A couple of those quarterbacks weren't going to let you, though. That Maris quarterback <laughs> was true. big time. He was, yeah. he was not going to give in uh, to you guys at all. I, I don't think we're going to guarantee a victory for this Friday night, but we can guarantee one thing. It's going to be warmer than it was the last time we went to New Prairie. That game last year <laughs> exactly was sub-zero. Right. <laughs> uh, those poor kids were out there. I can't even imagine just knocking heads and, and banging each other as cold as it was. But you know you're going to play a quality opponent this week. And I think the games that we've played so far have prepared you for a, an opponent like that. Do you, do you preach that to the kids in practice just to say, you know this team's going to be good, but we believe in you. Uh, sometimes you don't coach for the other team so much about your opponent that you got to coach your kids for you. Absolutely. Um, you know, every week I feel prepares us for the next week. And, and I'd say New Prairie is a very good football team. And what it comes down to is, you know, at Mishawaka the, the past couple of years, we, we've wanted to play the best, and New Prairie is the best in this area. And, you know, they're standing in our way right now because we got them this week, and we're, we're excited to play for them. That's what we chase. We, we want that challenge every week. Yeah, and that's Hall what of we Fame coach, our great kids. program. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, coming off playing Adams, though, that throws the ball all over the place, Maris that passes the ball, this is going to be a lot different challenge. So how is this challenge different for you guys? Well, it comes back down to, to uh, the principle that we got to tackle. Uh, New Prairie's had a lot of success at unbroken plays. Uh, they've made people miss. They're, they're elusive in the open field, and we, we got to bring them down Friday night. Uh, the last name, Caldroni, a lot of people would recognize the name. Your dad's a principal, but he was also one of the, the basketball greats around the area. Why did you choose football? Uh, I, I always loved the game of basketball growing up, you know. Uh, my, my mom played as well. She played in, played in college. Um, and my Uncle Jim Aldridge, he said, you got to eat, you got to eat, you're going to play for the Crazy Dogs one day. You're going to be an offensive lineman. <laughs> there you go. And you know what? When I, when I got into about seventh grade, I realized this may be for me. And, and it was my own thing, you know. wasn't as much pressure, and it was something I could make my own. Well, we appreciate it, and we appreciate all you're doing here. Thank you very much. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for having me. All right, thanks to Keith Kinder and Joe Caldroni for coming out and joining us tonight. Dean, any final words before we wrap things no, up? No, we're excited uh, not only for this Friday night's game and uh, to have WSBT on the road with us at New Prairie, but September 21st when the Mishawaka Cavemen come home, it's going to be exciting. If you haven't That's been right. to a Mishawaka game, you need to be there. That's right. Back home against Elkhart Central a week from Friday. Yep, and homecoming on the 28th. So we'll be glad to have those, things happening. Glad to have those 7 o'clock kickoffs back as well. I know you love them. <laughs> Get home <laughs> a little bit earlier. That's right. All right, thanks, Dean, and we will talk to you, of course, next week. Coach Caldroni, thanks again for coming out. Thank you. Joe Caldroni, the defensive coordinator, Keith Kinder, the head coach. Before that, we'll be right back here next week and for the next nine weeks at Monterey Mexican Drill. Grill. Why do I keep saying drill? With Caveman Corner. <laughs> we'll have it next week. We'll see practice if I can all week long. A little bit better. All right. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it, Coach. All Thank right. you. Thanks, we'll guys. be right back here. Thanks, Coach. We'll be right back here. Monterey Mexican Grill. For Dean Hubbard, I'm Sean Styers. We will talk to you then. This has been Caveman Corner. On 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader.
everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 